Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with Bodie Bender, boys basketball head coach at Carroll High School in Flora, Indiana. We'll talk Indianapolis landing the 2024 U.S. Olympic swimming trials. Friend of the show, Amanda Cahill, is headed to Australia to play pro basketball. IU basketball signee Jalen Hood Shafino wins Geico Nationals. And IU football lands 2023 commit. We will have our high school scoreboard update, and we'll look ahead to the week in IU athletics, so let's talk sports. We will start with Indianapolis landing the 2024 U.S. Olympic Swimming Trials at Lucas Oil Stadium. This will be the second time the Circle City has hosted a high-profile swimming competition in a non-traditional venue. Indianapolis hosted the 2004 FINA World Short Course Championships in then Conseco Fieldhouse with two temporary swimming pools. This will be the first time the trials are held in an NFL stadium with a capacity of 35,000. The event will take place in June with dates to be announced. And, of course, this leads into the 2024 Summer Olympics that will be held in Paris, France. Former Indiana women's basketball player and friend of the show, Amanda Cahill, has signed with the Ipswich Force in the Australian National Women's Basketball League. Cahill played at IU from 2014 to 2018, starting at all 135 games for the Hoosiers. She is fourth all-time in school history with 1,884 points, second all-time with 1,115 rebounds, and the Hoosiers won the postseason WNIT championship in 2018. She has played in Luxembourg for the last four seasons. She will return home to Clyde, Ohio before she heads to Australia this summer. Incoming IU men's basketball freshman Jalen Hood Shafino helps Montverde Academy win back-to-back Geico High School national titles in Fort Myers, Florida this weekend. Hood Shafino played in 32 minutes, scored 12 points, 4 assists, 3 steals, and a rebound in a 72-63 win over Arizona Compass Prep in the quarterfinals on Thursday. On Friday, in a 62-57 win over IMG Academy from Florida, He played 32 minutes, had 8 points, including 2 big free throws to seal the win. He also had 8 assists, 6 rebounds, and 2 steals. And in the championship game Saturday afternoon against Link Academy from Missouri, he played 29 minutes. He did not score, just took 2 shots, but he had 5 assists, 2 rebounds, and 2 steals. Montverde Academy is a prep school located outside Orlando. The 8 teams that were participating in this event are all prep schools who play national schedules and do not compete for state championships or members of state associations. Hood Shafino is from Charlotte, North Carolina originally and will join C.J. Gunn out of Lawrence North and Caleb Banks out of Fayetteville, Georgia in the 2022 incoming IU men's basketball freshman class. Indiana football lens center William Larkins from Chaminade Madonna Prep School in Hollywood, Florida for the 2023 class. He becomes the third commit 
for the Hoosiers in that class, joining safety Dee McCullough of Bloomington South and tight end Sam West of Greensburg. Larkins is six foot four, three hundred pounds, and chooses the Hoosiers over Michigan and Florida Atlantic. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard. In softball, Edgewood beat Bloomington North 16-8. Owen Valley beats Bloomington South 11-10. Bloomington North beats Columbus East 15-10. Mount Vernon Posey beats Edgewood 7-3. Edgewood beats North Harrison 15-5. West Washington beats Edgewood 10-0 in six innings. Bloomington North beats Shackamack 16-6 in five innings. Bloomington South beats Columbus East in a doubleheader, 15-3 in five innings and 14-0 in five innings. In baseball, Gibson Southern beats Edgewood 9-3. Bloomington North beats Shackamack 8-4. Cathedral beats Bloomington South in the doubleheader, 7-1 and 2-1. Evansville Central beats Edgewood 12-10. Vincennes Lincoln beats Edgewood 1-0 in eight innings. In girls tennis, Bloomington North beat Castle 3-2. Evansville Memorial beats Bloomington North 3-2. In boys golf, Bloomington South second at the Fuzzy Zeller Invitational in New Albany. Bloomington North second at the Seymour Invitational. Boys track and field, Bloomington South beats Columbus East 88.5 to 43.5. And in girls track and field, Bloomington South beats Columbus East 73 259. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we will talk with Bodie Bender, boys basketball head coach at Carroll High School in Florida, Indiana. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Hi, this is former IU women's basketball player Amanda Cahill, and I listen to Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. He finished his fourth season as head coach of the Carroll Flora Cougars boys basketball team. Led them to a sectional and regional championship this season. And they fell short in the semi-state against Central Noble, which happened to be played in his hometown at Elkhart, Indiana. Bodie Bender is my guest. Coach, it is a pleasure to have you. Thanks for taking the time to join me. I thank you. I appreciate this. Anytime, you know, I can sit down and talk basketball and promote basketball, I'm all for it. 
Well, it is a pleasure to have you. Of course, you and I go back many years. We were classmates at Ball State University in the early 2000s. Uh, you have been the coach at Carroll for four seasons. But let's talk about life after college and your coaching career. You played at Jimtown. You've been an assistant coach for several places. So let's just talk about your uh, coaching career before you got the head coaching job at Carroll. Oh, man. You want me to start at the beginning? Well, we got 20 minutes, so whatever the <laughs> okay. Nose version is. For me, it's been quite a journey since I've gotten here to Carroll. My final year of school, I was just going to kind of try to coast at Ball State, you know, until I had to get in the real world. And I had some friends that I classed with kind of push me and say, hey. And at this point, I was done with radio, how we were kind of connected with that. I was done with the radio portion. I was ready to start looking to get into coaching. Um, I thought it would be more when I got out into the education world. But I had some friends in class kind of push me, hey, a school by the name of Union Modoc was open, had a freshman job open. You know, they pushed me, they're like, hey, you need to get into this. You know, anytime I go to class, I talk basketball. I drive my classmates nuts about basketball and how things should be done in practice. And they're like, you need to get into this. You need to try it for yourself and see kind of what you're talking about works. And I was contemplating whether I was going to do it because I knew, you know, second semester I was going to go into student teaching. So I decided, you know, what the heck, I'll do it. So I applied and it was between me and another classmate for the job. And I ended up a guy by the name of Mark Kirkhoff, who is now a guidance counselor at Northeastern near Richmond, hired me as his freshman coach. Didn't know me from squat, but I think what helped with the connection there was he spent some time in school. His dad was an administrator and kind of got several jobs throughout his educational career in school. He spent some time at Knox. Well, Knox was in our conference when I was in high school. So he knew of where I went to high school. He knew of people there. Um, so that connection kind of helped there. Um, and he gave me my first shot. And we had the same philosophies on coaching and style play and so on and so forth. So I think I went about five games as a freshman coach, and we were so bad at the varsity and JV level, we ended up moving all of our freshmen up to the JV. And he said, basically in a roundabout way, you're going to come up and help me with the varsity because we need to start from the top and go down. So we're at least competitive, which I agreed with at the time. And from there, I basically was kind of uh, probably a little bit more bold in certain areas of my life in college kind of that I don't care attitude in some aspects of certain things. And I said, coach, I said, Mark, I'm not doing laundry. I don't do that stuff. I'm a senior in college. Like, you know how it is, Nick. We did the smell test. You smell a shirt. Oh, this smells clean. Let's go to class that day. I said, I'm not doing laundry. I said, I will watch film and I will do sky reports. And I would say from that point on for about 17 games, I would do all the scouting reports while he would do laundry. He walked into the coach's office, like almost like I was the head coach, and was like, what are they doing? And what have you seen while he was getting laundry done? For me, it was phenomenal. I didn't have to do laundry, but I got to do all the X's and O's part. You know, and then the day before games, I got to go through scouting report stuff. And that, for me, being, you know, 22, 23, 24 years old, that's a lot of exposure for somebody that age. So that was really my start. So you started there, and of course, you know, you, coaching was definitely your forte. Yeah, I know you've had several other assistant jobs at Fairfield and other places. What ultimately led you to Carroll? So 
from there, I went to Valley. I got a job at Tippy Valley and worked under Hall of Famer Bill Patrick for a few years. Then I've been at Jimtown. I've been at Elkhart Central before that consolidated. I was at New Prairie. I think for me, it just got to the point where I was ready to try this. I had been trying for a few years and I had gotten several interviews, didn't get any of the jobs. And, and it makes you wonder sometimes, are these just courtesy interviews? I think before I got the Carroll job, I sat down and kind of looked at this map of the state of Indiana. And I said, I'll apply for any job of Indianapolis and North. So when I sat down and I was going through Hickory Husker, you know, everybody's kind of another one of those hidden gems in high school basketball where you can look up a bunch of stuff. I saw this job was open and I'll be honest. And people have asked me, I really didn't know where Flora was at. I didn't even know we had a county in the state of Indiana that was Carroll County. So once I looked it up, I was like, oh, that's really not that far. It's not that far from home, which it's really not. I got the first interview, thought I did fairly well. And I just kind of told myself, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I go, I don't. And then it, it was strange. I had to wait about two weeks and I got a second call for an interview and did the interview. And then the AD at the time who has moved up in administration calls me about three days later at about 945 at night and offered me the position. And I told him, I want the job, but can you give me 24 hours to officially accept so I can talk to friends and family? Did that. At the time, I was dating my wife. I had to call. She was my first call to let her know what was going on. You know, thank God for her that she followed me down here. She got a job down here. You know, then we got engaged my first year. Now we're married. We have a seven-month baby girl who I love to death, and it's been good. Yeah, you've become a girl dad, that's for sure. And hopefully she'll become a talented and tall basketball player like yourself. Now, of course, living down here in South Central Indiana and a lot of people that hear this, they don't know where Carol is. There's actually two Carols, one in Fort Wayne and then one in uh, Flora. So tell us where Carol is. Okay, so Carroll County, which Flora, Burlington, you have all those little towns, Bringhurst, Camden, all those little, whatever you want to call them, Bergs, go into Carroll, Flora, Junior, Senior High, Carroll Consolidated Schools. We are in Carroll County. It would be just west of Howard County and really just east of Tippecanoe County, which is that county that you don't speak much of being down in Bloomington with your, your that school in West Lafayette. And then, you know, in that, in that county, you have your, you know, West Lafayette High School, McCutcheon, Lafayette, Jeff. So you have those schools. So that's really where we're located. I would say, you know, we're probably an hour and a half northwest of Indianapolis. So that is where Carroll County is. If anybody has obviously heard of Delphi, our school would be 10 minutes I don't know, 10 minutes east of Delphi High School, and we would be 20 minutes northeast of Rossville High School. Two big rivals for us. And I think you've been to maybe a game that contained a Rossville Carroll basketball game, Nick. Your first year, you were 9-12. and 12, Then you went to 12-11. and 11. Well, the last two years, man, you've been 45-6. and six. You were 21-4, and four, lost to Rossville in the sectional championship. And then this year, 24-2, and two, you started 12-0, and 0, lost to North White January 28th by a point. You then went on another 12-game winning streak until semi-state. You knocked off number one Monroe Central in the regional final. Just talk about this season. And did that Rossville game in your third season – Losing the way you did, 
did that just put a chip on your team's shoulder to just get to where they got this year? Well, to go back a little bit, you were there. That game, obviously after this season, it's easier to talk about. I don't know how much I had to talk about that game from about the 1st of April until, I don't know, the start of this season. And I'll admit, personally, I had a rough time with that for a long time from spring into about June. Once I got back around our guys in June, you know, you tend to forget about that stuff. But, you know, you get a lot of time to sit around and think about that. And what if this would have happened? What would we have done? You can't tell me I still don't believe to this day that we weren't the better basketball team. And those four seniors that were on that team, you know, I inherited them as sophomores on that first team. And I wanted like heck for them to you know, go out with a sectional championship. And it really personally had nothing to do with me. I know you asked them, oh, we want to win coaches first. Well, you know, that's fine. It's not about me. I know two to three of those four seniors had to play a lot as freshmen. They got their brains beat in as freshmen. I mean, you're asking freshmen to play 17, 18-year-old kids. That's difficult. You know, so it it finally come full circle for them, 21 and 4, I think we were ranked in the top 11 of the state at the time. And to lose that game on a buzzer beater three after we took the lead with, what, six seconds to go, I think they put .5 back on the clock, was heartbreaking. You know, I I have to go in and tell those four seniors goodbye and hug them goodbye and thank them for what they did. Yeah, it's something that sat with me for a long time. And then, you know, we get back in June. I thought we did a heck of a job of competing Last summer, you know, we played about three weekends. Uh, we ended up into the championship game at Super Hoops at Indiana Wesleyan, which was good for our kids. You know, we're back in a championship game. We, we got beat. We ran out of gas a little bit. We didn't take as many guys as what we probably should have or needed to. And I'm hoping we take more this year. But I would say from the start of October on, when you looked at our guys and you looked into their eyes, there was a different feeling with some of them that had to, you know, that were a part of that basketball game last year that either played, sat on the bench, played a little, whatever, that was associated with that game. There was a look to them. You try to keep kids even keel. You don't want them to get too high or too low. But our guys, a lot, a lot of them kept saying, that's not happening this year. That's not happening this year. We started out in a blaze, 12-0, and 0, which is a – School record for best start in school history. Uh, we get beat at the buzzer by North White up at their place, who was a 21-4 and team won their sectional and got beat in the regional semifinal. So it's not like we got beat by a slouch. You know, and then we went 12 more in a row. I think our guys just kind of were like, this is not going to happen this year. We kind of put a goal on this season. We had different phases to the basketball season. First phase, we wanted to win our holiday tournament, which we did. Second phase is we wanted to take care of the conference outright because last year we had to share it. So we wanted to win it outright, which we did. And then the third phase was win a sectional. I don't know that we once talked about winning a regional. I don't know that we once talked about being in the top 10 and 2A. I don't know that we once talked about going to the final four, going to the state finals. Those are things that you just kind of, you know, as it's presented to yourself, you get them ready to go. And that's kind of what we did. I have a tremendous coaching staff. And you don't understand how much you need them more and more until you get to the tournament. 
And then everything becomes magnified and you've got to really break up scouting, especially when I was pulled in all kinds of different directions during the regional week and semi-state week. And you just don't get as much time to watch film because you're pulled in every other direction. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back more with Carroll head coach Bodie Bender after this quick timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central and Yan News Network. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. Everybody, I'm Hardy the Hat Guy. I think it's safe to say that I am Indiana's biggest fan of high school baseball. And I'll tell you what, I am a fan of talking sports with Nick Jenkinson with the South Central Indiana News Network. Catch him. He is interviewing people across the state. And I'm loving what he's doing. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, Bodie Bender, head coach at Carroll Flora High School. Bodie, we were talking about that game against Rossville in 2020 when you lost at the buzzer. You guys beat Rossville to win the sectional championship this year. I am sure that that was a nice feather in the cap to win the sectional championship. Yeah, I think with about two minutes to go when we finally realized we were going to win that thing. Kind of felt like weight off the shoulders, you know what I mean? We took care of, you know, the third goal that we wanted to, and we found ourselves in a regional, and we won the afternoon game, and then played really well in the nightcap, and a lot of people are going to say, we didn't feel like it, but a lot of people are going to say on the outside of our locker room that we upset number one Monroe Central, and then, you know, we found ourselves in a semi-state, which, although we got beat, was still pretty special for me. Yes, it was special for you being from Elkhart, playing at Jimtown High School. Of course, Northside Gym is one of the biggest gyms in Indiana. It was at the time the home of Elkhart Central and Elkhart Memorial, now Elkhart High School as they've merged. You've played there several times, and I'm sure when you got to find out that you guys were going to play Central Noble there, going back home, I know you had a lot of friends and family there behind you. Yeah, you know, we got on the bus Saturday night coming home from the regional and we were just, like I told the media that week, we kind of speculating where we were going to go. And I just kind of had that thought all along that we were going to get to go to Elkhart. Yeah, it was nuts. So we got to go for practice on Wednesday. I had a whole list of people waiting for me to get into Northside so they could watch practice. So that was fun. My parents came up, had some other coaching friends there. And then it got nerve wracking Saturday when I walked in. I was nervous. I wanted the kids to play well. Our kids played well. Um, even though we came up short, I probably had 100, 150, 200 friends and family there, former coaches that I played for in high school. 
So that was special for me that I got some support that I don't know if it was well-deserved, but just the support. And that's what was special to me that those people that you've had there for all your years stayed close and had that support. What is the outlook for uh, next year with your team? So we only have one senior. He's gone and we started one senior, three juniors and a sophomore. And we brought two sophomores off the bench. So we have all that coming back. We only lose our lone senior. And I think we're looking for a little bit more production off the bench. We need a little bit more production off the bench. Uh, There's times we ran some guys thin that started and we've got to get them breaks when we can. So, you know, if we could go eight, maybe nine deep next year, that would be good for us. When you got to coach back in Elkhart, are the emotions the same when you played as when you coach, or is it just a different feel on game days? When I coached at Elkhart and got to walk into Northside Gym to coach, that was different. But previously going in here the last couple of weeks for a semi-state, you know, it's, it's everything was magnified. You're playing for something big. There's 5,000 plus people there. You know, you know a ton of people in the crowd. And to see all those people afterwards and tell them thank you and give them a hug was big for me. So I think it was bigger a couple Saturdays ago than when I was just coaching JV and helping with the varsity back when I was at Elkhart Central. Well, Bodie, I really thank you for the time, man. I'm super proud of you, of course, for all your success, everything that you've done. We will definitely do this again soon, and hopefully I can get up there again next year and watch you guys play. And again, thank you very much for the time. I really appreciate it. And congratulations on all all your success. Thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. My thanks to Bodie Bender for being my guest this week. And IU Sports Baseball is at Evansville tomorrow, 7 p.m. Friday through Sunday, they are at arch-rival Purdue. Friday's game, 4 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Track and field is at the Tennessee Relays Thursday through Saturday. Men's tennis Friday at Michigan State, 3 p.m. Sunday at Michigan at noon. Women's tennis Friday hosts Penn State. Sunday they are at Northwestern at 1. The Penn State matches at 4 o'clock Friday. Softball hosts Rutgers Friday through Sunday. Saturday's game, 7.30 on the Big Ten Network. Women's golf hosts the IU Invitational at the Foul Course Saturday and Sunday. Men's golf at the Boilermaker Invitational in West Lafayette Saturday and Sunday. Rowing is at Ohio State Saturday in a double duel. Volleyball is at the Kiva Tournament in Louisville on Saturday. Water polo is in California for three games Saturday and Sunday. Sunday's game against Stanford can be seen on the Pac-12 Network at 1 o'clock. And women's soccer has a spring game. They host Butler Sunday at 1 o'clock. Thank you for joining us this evening and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. This was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.